Hello, welcome to the Healthy for Men podcast in association with Holland and Barrett. In this episode, we speak with TV and radio host Stuart Miles about his body transformation. Stuart worked with personal trainer Henry Ives from H Plus Performance to lose fat and build muscle as he was approaching 50 years old. You can also read about Stuart's transformation and this issue of Healthy for Men on sale now in any Holland and Barrett store throughout the UK. Hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome to the Healthy for Men podcast. Today we are joined by the radio host, TV host, Blue Peter legend, that is Stuart Miles. Stuart, welcome. What a what a build up, know, sir. Right? What a build up. It's, it's almost good. like I write for your magazine, isn't it? <laughs> it's almost like you know me and I told you to say that. Uh, it's lovely like that. to be back. Uh, thank you for inviting us. Yeah. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Yeah. But today we're also joined with Henry Ives, Henry of H Plus Performance, Stuart Miles's personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very grand, doesn't it? Yeah, thank <laughs> you very much. It does sound very good, yeah. Because <laughs> he does train other people as well. You but know. mainly, mainly Stuart. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not that, just Stuart, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that much, not that much of a, a trouble that he needs to just yeah. concentrate on me. These other people as well. <laughs> well, today um, we're talking about your <laughs> transformation. We're talking about uh, getting fit for 50. Mm-hmm. So, Stuart, Which I am already. You are, yes. Yeah. But when um, when we started talking about this, you were 49, yeah. just about. And you decided that you wanted to get um, you wanted to get to a significant place of, of um, muscle and fat loss by the time you reached 50, which you have achieved with the help of Henry. So today I thought we'd talk a little bit about your results, um, what you wanted to achieve, some of the challenges, um, and where you want to take this moving forward. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I guess hearing it, hearing you say it like that, to me, that automatically screamed midlife crisis. <laughs> it was like you were forty nine, and you suddenly said, "Oh, you're going to do something." Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know what? It didn't feel like that at all. Um, it There's just nothing wrong like, with it being that, surely. I mean, there is nothing wrong with it. It's and it is funny because that that's just such a, a ridiculous expression in a way. Because why would it be a crisis to kind of want to be? the best version of mm. yourself you can be exactly, yeah. at uh, 50. Now, in my case, I hadn't been the best version of me at 40, not 30 and probably not 20 either. Mm. Um, and I think that was part of the reason why I wanted to do it because through various as- reasons, you know, uh, I, I, my work in my 20s, my 40s, I was on the radio a lot. Who cares what you look like when you're mm. on the radio? And And I kept thinking to myself, this is all about, in a way, I'm worried about what other people are thinking of me. And actually, I stopped thinking about that and thought, well, hang on, what, how do I feel about me? And I thought, well, actually, I think I could feel better about me. Mm. And that's kind of where it came from, really. I think it's a really healthy place to yeah. start. Well, it took 49 years to get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, certainly and, a very healthy midlife crisis. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when I met, uh, that's when I met Henry. Um, who um, I kind of, I I guess, enabled and inspired me to believe it was possible because it's all very well to go, I think I could maybe improve a bit, Mm -hmm. but we all think we could probably do that. But how far could we go? 
I mean, that was the question, wasn't it? Yeah. Really? How far could you take it? So, How far can you take it? Yeah. So, um, what did you expect to get from it? What, what you, where were you expecting to go? Were you expecting to get to a certain shape? Were you expecting to lose a certain amount of fat? What was the what was the uh, the aim? I in my twenties, I had always thought, why aren't I a bit bigger? I wish I could be more muscly. I wish I could be that. But I always thought. Oh, maybe my frame, maybe my shape, maybe my metabolism wasn't suited to that. So there was always, if you like, a, a reason maybe that I could convince myself mm. that this wasn't meant to be. So I, when I went into this, I actually, I think my expectations were fairly low, <laughs> to be fair. Mm. I actually probably didn't think. I, I just thought if I work out a bit and I follow a regime, and I make someone like Henry tell me this is what you should be doing, mm -hmm. who knows exactly what he's doing, then I'm hoping there'll be some improvement. I did not expect to to transform in the way I did mm -hmm. because I think I thought at that age it wouldn't be possible. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was it. I, I just thought I can improve, but I'm never going to do what I could do in my sure. 20s. I, I didn't believe that, really. Well, when I first met you, I, I do remember you saying, I'm not actually in that bad shape. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, okay, just to and, say and that. really, but there was certainly a bit of work to do. And um, yeah, a lot of the time when I first meet people, it's about maybe managing their expectations. But I think you didn't have the expectations that I normally uh, see in people when they come through. So yeah. I think, you know, when you say, oh, I don't think I'm in that bad shape, really, I think actually sometimes you're trying to convince yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you get used to seeing yourself in a certain way. And as you get older, you get used to accepting yourself in a certain way. Mm. And actually, that's important, I think. It, it kind of, we should yeah. always accept how we are. Mm. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between accepting how you are and accepting that you can't change it. And actually, you can change it. And that's yeah. really what I've learned. Mm. Um, so by me saying, oh, I didn't think I was that out of shape, maybe was a bit of me thinking, well, maybe if I say that, I won't have to change that much because <laughs> yeah. I'm not confident enough that I can do this. Well, that makes sense. There's a little yeah. bit of that involved. Yeah, I, I think I knew from the outset where we would get to, but I don't think you did. I Not a clue. Mm. Not a clue. How did you know looking at me? Because I would have looked at me and gone, Maybe we can lose a little bit of weight here. Mm. Maybe we can do a few weights. How do you know, looking at someone like me at that age, what is possible? Because it must be different for everybody. Yeah, it is different for everybody. But I tend to see um, things very much as an equation that if we follow a you know a set of events and we make sure that we hit those kind of small milestones along the way, then we are gonna we are gonna get a result. Mm -hmm. And then it's just about managing that person, which in this case was you, through all those little gates, yeah. gateways to get there. Do you know what the worst thing was? Oh, the worst thing is like this is even this for me. This is even worse than the workout. You have you have to take your top off and have your fat measured with the what are they called? The calipers. Calipers. Oh, oh yeah. calipers. It's so, so it's medieval. a good icebreaker when you first meet people. <laughs> it's so and get this little metal claw out. And he's just <laughs> and he's like and like grabbing people. your pinching your, yeah. like your and it's like Oh, that. I mean, that is when you do realise, because you see that and you go, well, I didn't realise all that was there. Yeah, you know? there's always a little bit more than you think. Yeah. I mean it really is. So yeah, that was that was strange. So um you then did the calipers you know, a, a year later or so. Yeah, um, a bit less than that actually. Yeah, how, how long was in total? We were we, so were we did sixteen out? weeks in total, yeah. didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sixteen yeah. weeks. And and was there a, a clear visual difference of the? God, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I had to do it along the way as well. That's the bit I used to dread. It was caliper mm -hmm. day. And he'd have his little measurements mm -hmm. and he'd how much fat and you had it all written down. Mm. Oh, it's pressure. Because, um, you know, it's not just, you know, being in the gym. It's everything you do in between. Yeah. That's the key to, I think, any of this. I mean, for anyone who's trying to do any kind of program, I would say, yes, you know, you work hard when mm. you're there. Mm. But it's in well, between, isn't for it? two hours of the week. So, yeah. you, you know, you're very much left to your own devices outside of those two hours. But what was brilliant was that Henry gave me a lot of, like, support in between. So I, mm. I like to follow a plan. I'm one of those people. Some people hate that, but I quite like that kind of discipline. Yeah. So if someone tells me what to do, pretty much... I'll do mm -hmm. it, as in if I think it's going to be good for me. So it, actually to have a plan whereby I knew what roughly I needed to eat each day, what roughly I needed to do exercise each day, mm. and how I could fit that into my day. Yeah. Job done. It wasn't like, you know, it was like I just had to stick to the plan. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, and not be kind of diverted with... I need to go here, I'm going to go out tonight. I just mm -hmm. stuck to the plan. And that it does make it you was. think how uh, so many people really struggle to fit to a plan like that and to, to get into that, um, the, the motion of, of, of doing that every day and, and sticking to a diet plan, sticking to working out at a certain time. Obviously, that's quite attractive to you, but so many people really struggle with that. Yeah. Is that quite mm. a pleasure for you to work with, Henry? <laughs> um, yeah, obviously you get lots of different personalities coming through, but um, regardless of you know the, the routines that people like to have, uh, whether it's where you know the way mm -hmm. they train or the way they eat, the the overriding um, idea that I try to impression people with is that if we can just get them to stay in a in, in a calorie deficit across the mm -hmm. week, then they will lose body fat, and it doesn't matter you know what they eat and, and when they eat that it's you know and we make that fit their life it doesn't mean that you know we have to do the same thing every day so it felt accessible it felt like that what you were just saying about he used to say to me oh you know don't you know you don't have to eat it exactly then and i think kind of going back to what i said i don't want to make out it was like a, a regime where you're like you have to eat it one you have to mm. it was for, kind of there was flexibility so it was like well don't worry if you miss this here just do it at six instead it's not going to make any difference because it's about uh, total calories, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather and, than... And across the week. So if you overeat on one day, it doesn't yeah. matter. You can pull it back mm. on the next day. And I felt like that suited me. because you know, freeing when you yeah. realise that. Life's unpredictable. And, you know, this is the other thing about being this age is you are, you know, you, I guess, you know, in some ways you're a bit more laid back about stuff. You'd like to yeah. think you are. Um, and so, you know, there are days where you just go, okay, here's the plan, but actually today I'm going to do this. And you'll be like, okay, that's fine but you can still make it work. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, one day is going to make a difference. As long as you generally stick to this kind of plan, you'll be fine. Absolutely. So did you see that, uh, did you see Stuart's age as um, a boundary for you, as, a, as an extra challenge or? Um, I wouldn't say a challenge. You just changed a few things, but fundamentally, no, nothing Nothing is too difficult really. So mm. Some days I felt about 70. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why. It's like, the, because the way it worked was this whole thing with calorie deficit. Yeah, to, that, that, that which, does make it harder. Which, yeah, um, right. which, which you can explain, but it was, for me, it was like, I wanted to, to build muscle, but, but Henry was keen that I also lost the fat because he said there's no point in you building the muscle and not losing the fat because we won't see the muscle because mm -hmm. it's going to be underneath this fat. Yeah. So um, he, I need to lose the fat but build the muscle as well. And, well, how, yeah, how did you do that? Um, yeah, so you are right. So to do a body transformation, you, you have to be in a calorie deficit because you want to be able to see what's underneath. Mm -hmm. um, so 
doing that was the first thing that we did. We, we established what your, you know, what your deficit was, and then we got you to stick to that. Um, you were really keen to build muscle, but I was also keen to point out that because I had to sit next to Tom Rowley. But you will, but you will build muscle in a calorie deficit, and I yes. think you were scared that you weren't going to I build any I would because you were because you were dieting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, that's another myth that you can just kind of you know be mm. empowered by. You, you are going to build muscle in a calorie, calorie deficit. Um, it's not a barrier to. To looking good, or mm. but, which you addressed in, in in the feature for for healthy for men, that yeah, the there's a, infamous myth of, of not being able to um, burn fat while building muscle. Yeah, so as you were going one, through that, um, yeah, the, the routine of, of working out and, and on the, on your calorie deficit, did you feel yourself getting stronger? Were, were your um, you know were your weights getting heavier? Definitely, yeah. Mm. I mean, for sure, there were different periods. There was one period towards the end where. I was um, on a particularly low carb diet just for a short period of time, mm. um, while we were just trying to like get some of the, some of the weight down, and that was that was a struggle, um, and that was the day where I felt about seventy because um, the energy just wasn't there. Mm. But what was amazing about that was that somehow, if you can go through get through that, you think, my God, my body can do that when mm. I've really probably not had what I would normally before a workout then the next workout you do where you do it normally again you feel like superman yeah. you're like why god i know the difference is huge, isn't it? yeah. again it's like <laughs> so it's it's, it's it's almost taking yourself to a place where you necessarily wouldn't go on your own but with some expertise behind you, mm -hmm. you do and you realize what is possible, what your body will allow you to do. And that really, I think that really helps not only physically, but mentally. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes you mentally tougher in a way. And that's very satisfying to feel that at, yeah. uh, at this age, I think, you know, where often I think guys can feel maybe less motivated for various reasons. I think sometimes it's, it's hard to, you know, you, you get to a point in your life where you sometimes guys may feel, well, I can just, I can just cruise along here. But I think if we're all honest, we like a challenge. Yeah. I think we would like to push ourselves. I think it's important to push yourself. Definitely. And I think when you do, you really, you feel so fantastic for it. It's achievement. It's going out. And that, and that to me was a really important aspect of this. And, and whether it's a body transformation or whatever it is that you're going to do, I think by, by pushing yourself and challenging yourself to potentially m make yourself better in some way, whether that's a change or transformation, it's just fantastic mm. at, at any age, but I'd say even better uh, at, at this age. So did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the workouts? <laughs> I hate you every minute of it. I think it. a lot of it is maybe retrospective fun on the, uh, the low um, calorie days. Do you yeah, think there were, but... you must have looked at me some days and thought, oh my God, he's going to, did it, there were, I remember when I was some days you look, looked at me and thought, why is he looking at me strangely? Oh, that's because I've just caught a look at myself in the mirror and I look like I'm about to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. Yeah, watching you train now is like watching a different person actually. Yeah. yeah. But it but wasn't. You were quite new to weights at, at the beginning, so, it, you know. There's been a lot of progression, really. Yeah, and that's the other thing about I've discovered that I, I don't think I ever thought I would be a weight training kind of guy. I mean, what is a weight training kind of guy? I don't know, but mm. I didn't necessarily think I was that person, but anyone can be, and uh, I kind of think it's probably quite a good thing to it do is, at my age. But it, it, it is important to be a weight training kind of guy, especially as you get older, because yeah. that, that's how you're going to you know, preserve your muscle mass and, and how you'll stay healthy fundamentally. That's what you keep telling me. Yeah. And Henry does these squats <laughs> with like literally... I mean, like, I don't know, a couple of buses on each end of the thing. And it's like, <laughs> and you go, that's not possible without breaking my spine, you know? And and then I, but then you 
teach me how to do it. And not, obviously, I'm not doing that kind of weight, but you do teach me stuff that makes you understand that you know you can achieve much much heavier weights than you thought possible mm. it's just how you do it isn't it yeah it's yeah. confident it's confident it's like it is just a confidence thing yeah. weights is great like that i've discovered it's like about going here's a child i don't think i could do that but actually if i'm doing this mm. correctly i can it's like and every time you do it it's great what an achievement i didn't think i would lift that certainly yeah. more than once and i've just done it eight times i think you're mm. right i think it is a confidence thing i wonder whether because you were saying earlier about how you always thought that you were you had the smaller frame and you were never going to build muscle essentially um henry have you ever had to train anyone that um was similar to Stuart and had had that those beliefs about themselves that weren't able to build muscle yeah again i mean going back to myths that are, you know good myths to bust is, is the whole idea of these different body types that people have so like endomorph yeah absolutely endomorph. and and um you know therefore you have to train in a, in a certain type of way mm. or eat a special type of diet and again that's just not true so mm. when someone like Stuart comes to me and they say oh, i've always been skinny great that's because you're not eating enough and you haven't done any weight training so we can we can fix those two things yeah. easily fixed yeah, yeah. yeah. it's funny because um i think some guys can maybe be uh, intimidated uh, sometimes by actually asking for help mm. with mm. um training or just with weights with someone else in the gym i think it can be quite intimidating um and i see some of the other trainers where we are and I see the different ways people train. And there are, and it is quite interesting because I look at some of them and think, there's no way I would last five seconds with you because you would <laughs> really, really annoy me because it's always right, go, pull, now. Uh -huh. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm not going to respond to that. Do you know what I mean? That's not going to work for me. Yeah. yeah. Give me the facts, make me feel better, and I'll do it. And mm. that's what you were really good at. Yeah, I'm already a drill sergeant, more of a. Yeah, that's exactly mm. drill sergeant. And some people, people are like through that. this. <laughs> and it is funny, isn't it? How, like, I don't think, you know, some people might suit that, but it, it didn't suit me. And I think sometimes, you know, it's finding the, 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 the the right kind of person yeah. that's going to inspire you and take you on that that So how journey. did Henry do that for you then Stuart? What was the uh, what was the relationship like? He made me feel like I could do it. I think that's what it's about. It's mm -hmm. about someone who's going to instead of making you feel like you're spending every opportunity not trying to do it, which is the kind of, in a sense, the drill sergeant technique, which is very much come on, come on, keep going because mm -hmm. if I don't push you you're going to give up. You know, yes, there's sometimes an element where someone has to kind of push you to another one. You know, actually, I think when you get to my age and anyone who's doing this age, you, you want to be there. You don't not want to be there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like you're being pushed in. So you need someone who's going to, I think, explain why you're doing it. I think that's really important so you understand yeah. what you're doing. Um and the theory behind it was kind of important because it gives you the confidence. Okay, mm. I get this mm. now and I understand why it's why I should be doing it like yeah. this. Yeah, I did want you to see the bigger picture of, of what we were doing. Is, yeah. you know, each, each individual ma you know, workout by itself doesn't really matter. Yeah, and it's it was, true. It, it's the cumulative effect of everything that we were doing, not just, mm -hmm. you know, so whilst those sessions, some of them might be a bit bit difficult it's not, it's not really about that and that's where a lot of people seem to go wrong is not seeing that, that big big picture isn't yeah. it so that's why yeah. people end up uh, disregarding nutrition or disregarding you know mental health disregarding yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, working out you know training their legs um, is, is yeah. quite a common one for, for men I also think there's so much information now it's really confusing we were yeah. just touching on that and I, mm. I, I really found it quite you know had I kind of gone about this myself I really don't think I, I'd have 
been able to make it work because I think one week I would have gone, oh, it's like this. And then the next week I probably would have read something else and gone, oh, no, hang on, I'm doing this wrong. I need to be doing it like this. Yep. And I would have spent the whole like six months switching all these things around it's easy and to do probably that, yeah. not really achieving in, as much as I could in, in six months as opposed to kind of sticking to a plan mm. which – Henry convinced me would work. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, and yep. at the beginning I was like, really? Uh, but yeah. yeah, it did. That's why it is It is great to have someone like Henry to, you don't need to worry about those YouTube videos which will say, this is what you shouldn't be doing. You're doing this exercise, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Yeah. There's so many of those things. A lot of clickbait. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of clickbait. Very, um, you know, sensationalizing things that we don't necessarily know are true mm. or not. And some things work for some people, some things you know work for, work for others um so yeah i think it's, it's great that that's what the importance of a personal trainer like yourself give you give you that confidence um but also like filter out all the, all the nonsense yeah as it's well. just having the distillation of knowledge in, in one place that's probably the main problem with the, the fitness industry is that mm. there is a lot of it and and you just need it all in one place all from one person and then you can just follow one plan and if you stick to it you probably will get results yeah. rather than flitting between it and i think that's what most people do their entire life they'll, they'll choose one yeah, thing and they'll do it for two weeks and then they'll do the next thing and also to be realistic i think about you what you're going to achieve because i mean as i say i i didn't expect to achieve what i achieved so that was obviously a bonus but i do now look at some of these pictures online and these achievements and go na 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 that's not right. You can spot it a mile when, when maybe things have been tweaked or changed. Mm. There's a lot of imagery involved in this now Absolutely. and these, these transformations. Yeah. And it, mm. it does give guys maybe an, a, a, an unrealistic expectation of what is possible. Because, you know, my transformation, you know, we're not, it, it's not, you know, it's not front page news. It's not like, oh my goodness me, what a It's just, here's someone who's made a change and looks a lot better now. Exactly. And yeah. that's the truth yeah. of it. And that's what most it's people can realistic. achieve. Absolutely, it's real. Yeah. It's not like the stuff of, um, you know, a, a tabloid newspaper, which mm. will just want something completely shocking, which is fine. But but without mentioning any names, um, those aren't going to necessarily be real. No, that's um, right. Yeah. And achievable by mm. by anybody. Um, but yet we're led to believe they are. And, yeah. and often they're just not. Exactly. And what your transformation proved is that you can do it. You can do it um, no matter what your, your your body size, whatever, your age. And there, there are tangible results that you can is be proud banging of. banging on about my age and, all the time? Uh, <laughs> did I mention, how old are you? 50 again. 50, 50 years old. Are we going to do this again um, when you're 60? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? I, I do look at myself now and I do think, God, if I carry on like this, what am I going to look like when I'm 60? Probably better. Do you think? No. Yeah. You're, you're, not, you're like Benjamin Button, aren't you? Just like mm. on up with yeah, the You'll be back on not... Blue Peter in 10 years' time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, here's one we dug up earlier. Um, <laughs> the, he, I don't know if that's... It is Halloween. That's not, yeah, that's not just me, though, is it? That's not just me. I kind of would like to think that, that you know, a lot of guys... I, I, I hope that, that someone picks up your magazine and reads it and thinks, okay, maybe actually I thought to myself, this isn't this isn't possible for me or I feel like in a rut or why should I bother? And actually, I'd like to think that you think, well, maybe I will. Because not because of what, you know, your wife or your girlfriend, whoever is saying, and if they're nagging you, don't mm. do it for them, but do it for you. Because honestly, you will feel mm. better and stronger physically and mentally and, and all those things, which I think personally is a great place to be when when you're that age definitely so absolutely you know and lots of people are but there are lots of people who aren't as well mm. Mm. yeah and so i mean would you say that you're the strongest you've ever been in your life 
Um, yeah, probably. I mean, I would um, say that definitely. Probably. I yeah. mean, physically, yeah, but but mentally, probably yes as well. And that's a combination of things. I think that's a combination of experience, life. I think you you actually along the way you learn how to deal with lots of situations. So yeah, I think if you combine both physical mm. and mental strength together. I would say yes. I see you flicking through. Uh, I am, yeah. I was just um, looking at the the deets, the uh, the stats. Mm. But, I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? To being, you know, there, there might be blokes who, who <laughs> sorry, I keep banging on about your age, Stuart, but get to, you know, no, I'm fifty, all right. Get over it. <laughs> okay, come and see me when you're fifty. Oh, but not that old, like forty eight or so something. Don't come and see me when you're fifty, because how old will I be? Anyway, go on. <laughs> they might think to themselves, you know, I, I'm never going to be able to, um, you know, ne- I, I never get to where I was when I was younger or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you've proved, I mean, you're, as you say, the strongest perhaps you've ever been in your life. You know, it's, it's, it is possible for men to be at their height of their fitness um, at pretty much whatever point in their life. Maybe not when they're, you know, much older, but... Well, I guess it depends how unfit you were before. I know that sounds well, weird, it's all but... relative, you know, though, isn't yeah. it? And, um, I mean, you know, if, if, if you aren't experienced in, 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 in weight training and, and you go through that, you know what you did and you're still training now it's only a good thing and and, and you will be you will be stronger it's yeah. it's, it's not hit and miss it's that. a bit hard though isn't it when you're it older is, tough, is yeah, that right harder, just, i'm not looking for sympathy here but <laughs> no yeah. is it hard is it hard or am i just saying that because i feel it no should it be is harder. harder there are there are obviously certain are there reasons that... why it would feel like so I would let's feel... talk about those things yeah. that those yeah. things that might be uh in your way as, as, as you uh get a little bit older um so one thing is famously testosterone yes uh, your testosterone yep um starts to go down as you get older mm-hmm. yep. um how you does would. that how does that work i mean how do you combat that as well um i mean in terms of looking after things like your your natural testosterone levels um simply just going to the gym and maintaining what muscle mass that you have already is a, is a good thing because mm-hmm. your muscle mass is going to help to stimulate your endocrine system and that's going to keep producing things like your steroid hormones testosterone um so that's you know probably number one is get get back into the gym or get into the gym back in the gym um but in terms of decline as well not decline you do develop something called anabolic resistance so we looked at your diet and you know how how we dose your protein throughout the day um, you know, just as you age, um, your 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 muscles don't respond as well to to protein. So, mm. um, simple as you know, increasing each serving size of protein is going to make sure that your muscles are recovering and you are developing muscle mass. And if you don't know these things and you and you weren't doing that, yeah, you might see a bit of decline in muscle mass as well. But higher protein diet. So, you know, for the listeners who uh, will focus on the fitness, but think that nutrition part, they'll, they'll be able to get away with it. Mm. Um, what's going to happen to them if they're working back in the gym, they're going to be working out, but they're not getting enough protein. Can they still see results? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, y- you can still quite happily build muscle um, as low as something like 1.8 grams per mm. kilo of your own body weight. So you'd multiply your, your own body weight right. by 1.8 and there's nothing wrong with that at all. So it's when you drop below that that you might um, just start to kind of maintain rather than build. But for some people that still might be quite a bit of protein, even 1.8 times compared to, you know, you think yeah. of some people's diets. Some yeah, people I mean, I think the NHS says something like 40 grams per mm, day for, for yeah. people and, and I would probably disagree Which, with that. Yeah, because so. 40 grams a day, you know, that would be, you'd have to be weighing very little to, to yeah. have that as 1.8, wouldn't you? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, very different. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it probably is more than you think, I, I would imagine. It probably is, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Yeah. Okay, so how much 
protein were you having a day oh my god chicken 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 too much chicken go away chicken uh, what can you do 101 things with chicken um here's my new book um yeah. it was literally like that but i did you know i did find other protein the, the thing with chicken is it's easy because you're you know I, I you know i was doing my other job as well and in, in, in the office so you know you go out you get your lunch and it's an easy it's an easy form of protein mm. cottage cheese was something as well that i found and some people yeah, i know really hate that, that. <laughs> yeah some people hate it but i'm all right with it i love it love i, I love it as well. Yeah. Quark. Quark. Oh, quark. Love quark. Bit mm. of a, a dairy I remember you saying chocolate that powder with the quark. Mm. Makes just a chocolate mousse, except it's yep. delicious. Hang on, I just said, did healthy. you see Henry's face there when you said the chocolate powder? There was a slight look, and I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that a look wince. before. No, I know what you mean. I know you, yeah. yeah all right, cool. I thought he was about to say, no, too many calories, too many calories. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, all, those, all those sort of things. So, um, yeah, I discovered all those, but uh, mm. it was, um, yeah, I... Now I'm kind of like I've discovered how much protein I need. It's it's easier to kind of like um, adapt it in as part of mm-hmm. my diet. Before, when it was very much protein heavy, that's when it became quite because I had to yeah, really think about what I was having. Be- purely right. because of the calorie yeah. deficit, we just needed yeah. to make sure that you were having enough in your diet. Yeah, because if it was so on it a calorie have, deficit, yeah, yeah, so it need... might have seemed like it was quite heavy on the protein, but then so yeah, right. yeah. it was just yeah. relative to that there weren't many calories coming Absolutely. in. Absolutely, yeah. So we wanted to kind protein of, dense. Yeah, we had to skew it towards a slightly higher number. Than right. one point eight, so we were going between two grams to two point four grams. And is the you. easiest way to do that in a calorie deficit to eat chicken? Was chicken one, one of the? For me, it was because it was easy. But you could have everything. You could have to go and have steak. I mean, yeah, I have steaks. I mean, and, but it's just you know, uh, steak at your desk is not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Whereas you know, you can get chicken in a sandwich or a salad mm. or anything, can't you? Steak work. sandwich. It's fine. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Steak sandwich. True. Yeah. yeah you got to make it at home though. To, you know, I've got you know too much too it's much prep. True. Yeah, absolutely. It's prep as well, isn't it? It's all those things. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what was the biggest challenge for the transformation? The biggest challenge probably was the, what we're talking about was in in some senses was the eating for mm. me because I'm naturally not someone who guzzles my food all the time, and that's partly to do with uh, my work. Um, I think. Because I do like broadcasting and stuff, so like live radio show, you know, I I tend to live on adrenaline when I'm doing those sort of things because you have to be sharp. So the last thing you're going to do is start eating halfway through a show because adrenaline is, I think, probably a natural appetite suppressant in a lot of ways. Um, So then often I would finish and then, you know, maybe an hour later when you start relaxing, you suddenly feel really hungry. And so you then reach for, you know, Mm. something that's going to satisfy that hunger, Mm. which tends to be something that's quite carb loaded because you feel good for that and it makes you feel better. Um, And and that kind of like, you know, adrenaline Mm. kind of not maybe eating when you should combined with, oh, now I'm hungry, I'm going to stuff some carbs because that's going to make me feel better and relax me complete opposite to what I needed to be doing when I was working yeah. out, you know, at, yeah, which was eating consistently, eating protein, you know, not going heavy mm. on the carbs. So all those things. So that, that was hard for me just because of the way my lifestyle was. Mm. And I think that's, you know, I think working out is hard, but I think, you know, when you've got to follow a program, you, you get on with it, but it's the, all the bits in between and the food is, you can't oh, have yeah, Henry so, there so on, the on my shoulder. the easy bit because, you know, yeah. I'm in the room. Yeah, exactly. Tell you what to do. Yeah, <laughs> and if you don't do it, you get a look. So you just do it. So, but but food, you've got to kind of have someone over your shoulder all the time. Yeah, it's the lifestyle element, isn't it? You're changing your your behaviour. And when you're at home and it's like at nine o'clock at night, and you're and you're feeling hungry, and you're like, oh, I, I really want to eat something, and then your other half's like tucking into a, I don't know, you know, 
Box of something. Steak sandwich. Mm. Well, steak sandwich probably all right, but, you know, mm. like some chocolate or something. You're like, oh, you know, I really could do with like, I could just literally devour that half a bar right now. But you you just know you can't because there's no point because you've just, you've put all this work in. Mm. Why it just why goes to destroy? show though, um, you know, what you can achieve when, you know, you have a busy lifestyle like that. Mm. And you have, you know, it's very difficult to do this kind of thing when your other half isn't doing it as well, because then all these distractions are there. And, mm. and, you know, you see a lot of body transformations and, you know, we've done them in the past with, you know, younger people and, and they're single and they don't have these distractions. And especially, you know, you know when you've got big, someone, there's a big difference. I've cooked so, you a meal tonight. Yeah, no! And, you think, oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> and also people try to derail you. They love it. You know, they, they notice when you're not having a drink and they exactly. notice when you're, you, you know, know you say no to they things. They see that as a challenge, don't they? Yeah, so yeah. One thing I did notice was towards the end when I was kind of like getting quite, I, I can't, I, I can't use the word ripped because that's Super just too much. Shredded. Go on, say it. No, no, I wasn't. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> people did say, and there were some people who didn't like it. I found that really weird. In what way? I just think that they thought, are you all right? What's happened? Why are you changing? What's what? You, you don't need to change. You look fine before. What are you? But you make people I, feel bad about themselves. Or well, that's well, what That's what I didn't realise. And, and what I didn't realise, and to be fair... Most of the people who said it were people who probably could have done doing it themselves. <laughs> and I'm not being that's not that's just that was just an observation. And yeah. I just thought, isn't that isn't that odd that that I wouldn't necessarily go to anybody and say, maybe you could maybe work out a bit if you fancy or do my, mm. you never say that to anyone because no. people are happy with how they are. But people felt really comfortable saying to me that they maybe thought I was like doing too much. Right, I found yeah. that really weird. Mm. I find that really That's odd. It's like a yeah. mentality of people that when they see someone else, maybe it makes you ask questions about yourself, mm. and, it, and that's it's not like a you're comfortable their, place to be. Yeah, you're, you're leaving their clan. Yeah, it does make people, people uncomfortable. But we see it uh, every day. Why so. does it make people yeah. feel uncomfortable though? Um, I don't know. It's weird. I just I wonder if it is a question of like you say, it, it makes you feel like maybe you should be doing something. You don't want to be confronted with that. Mm. And so and I, you know. I don't do it for that reason. Like I say, I come back to what I said before. I think you do it for you. Yeah, it might you know, be I think the worst thing jealousy. to be doing is is to think I'm doing this for other people. I'm doing this for. And I think a lot of young people are very much assessed with. I'm doing this so I look good on Instagram. I'm doing this because I really care what other people think. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that's a recipe for, for disaster because I think if you spend your life worrying what other people think, you're going to come unstuck. But you know, if you actually think this is, I'm doing this for me. And I know that I look better and I feel better. That's the most important thing, how you mm. feel. Then that's what matters. But it's very odd to be kind of made to feel that you're somehow um, made to feel uncomfortable for that. Yeah, it's very odd. It's like if suddenly, it's suddenly they see you, you know, it, it, it does give you a strength. It's weird. Maybe people pick up on that and they mm. some people don't like it. Very odd. Yeah, very old. Alienating for them, maybe. Maybe I and don't like know. You say jealousy. I think. Yeah, perhaps. I think humans are quite naturally jealous sometimes, and it makes you know, even mm. if they don't realise it. Yeah, you maybe know, you, they you just then become unrelatable to them. Maybe in some <laughs> hardly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just found that very odd. So I just think to myself, what, what must it be like for people who really, really, you know, mm. you know, and I wasn't like, but people who really just kind of wow, suddenly do this huge transformation, who just look unrec. I just think, what must it be like for them? Mm. Um, I think people do assume you're doing it for other people. And, and as I mm. say, I, I don't think that's the case. So no, it's not be. at all. And, I think and I people think, think you're doing it for attention sometimes. And that's uh, weird as well. 
Yeah, well, some people are they? come to come to from a place of authenticity with with yourself, um, and as you say, like it is all about. Um, you've got to a point where you know why not do it, and if it makes you feel good about yourself, then that's great. And feeling better about um, yourself is, is really important. It's really important. Really yeah, important. Absolutely. Well, yeah. let's have a look at your results. Oh, um, so <laughs> you were seventeen um, percent body fat. Right when you started out, that's quite a lot, is it? Yeah, no, that's, no, that's okay. fine. That's not unhealthy, is it? That's, it that's sounds more not, than you think. It's though. not bad, but you didn't have much muscle mass underneath it, and I think that's probably the the fat know. to muscle ratio was uh, not great. Um, but seventy percent. I don't want to give out any bad messages here. Seventeen percent is is fine. that good? Is it okay? So yeah, that's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's not you're catastrophic. Right. No, it's yeah. fine because you're yeah. right. It's like, I mean, it's great to do the figures, but again. I don't think people should become obsessed with figures and what, what percent. I don't no. really think that, that matters. It's kind of how you look mm. and how you feel about yourself when you look, in, you look at yourself, isn't it? Yeah, too many people are obsessed with, with weights and yeah. weighing themselves um, when they should get the calipers out. Mm. Have a good grab. The calipers. Oh, I tell you, don't ever. I'd rather stand on 100 scales and have the calipers. <laughs> like, it's not good. So, yeah, 17%, not, it's not a bad place to start, but... You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna transform your body and you want to get in in the optimal uh, shape, then down to ten percent, mm. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's very visible good. abs and your back as well. It's amazing. I remember you saying to me when you were doing the calipers one day, what was it like? Oh, there's a line coming. It's <laughs> like what? Yeah. What do you mean? It's like look, uh, obliques. Is it? Mm. Did you say that? Is it mm. one of those? Something yeah. like that. Again, that one. never thought that would happen, but uh, <laughs> there we are. But um, and and it, I did realise that it is obviously is important to, to to build the muscle. But actually, when you do start losing uh, the body fat, you, you kind of look better. Um, you do, naturally, yeah. you yeah. just look better. I mean, you don't want to take it to the extreme, but it is quite a nice feeling to be able to do that, and a nice feeling to be able to control that as well. Mm. I think you know sometimes we feel that you know we're not so in control of our bodies as we get you know mm, older yeah. we talked about testosterone and there are things that we're not in control of that's the so, myth isn't it that we lose control yeah, of, of, and, of our yeah. bodies and I think a lot of people feel very helpless and actually we're mm. not I think one thing I've learned from this is you're much more in control of your body than you think you are mm. and you're, or you're certainly led to believe you are and even the things like testosterone which you mentioned I mean you know clearly by doing weights and these things you can help alleviate some of that mm. so you are in control to a yeah. point but somehow we're led to believe that we're not often yeah, seven percent. That's good, and that's in sixteen weeks. 7%. So, on on the, on the scale of people that you train, how how does that look? Um, I would say that's quite typical in over over twelve to sixteen weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was it was a really good rate of fat loss actually. Fantastic. Um, which means that you nailed it basically. Yeah, mm. I mean, he, again, it was a bit of a challenge. You were saying this is where we need to get to, mm. but you were great because you didn't make me feel that if we didn't get there, it was going to be a complete failure. Mm. Clearly, he knew that himself, but he wasn't telling me that. Um, <laughs> but but that was good because I kind of, again, I don't think you should become too obsessed. Mm. Certainly not. I didn't want to be obsessed with the figures. Yeah, maybe yeah. you, yeah, maybe yeah, as a trainer could be, on them. but I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, well, this brings us to an interesting point, which is weight. Now, for me, for, for yourself, um, I don't know how you feel about this, Henry, as a professional fitness nutrition dude. But weight for someone like Stuart wouldn't be that interesting for me because if you're gonna, I guess if you're gonna be losing fat, you're gonna be building muscle. You might put on weight by the end of the whole gig. Yeah. Um, what happened with Stuart is you were sixty kilograms. And then you went up to 63, is that right? Yeah, so you gained, was it two kilos of muscle over 16 weeks, which is actually, 
I mean, it doesn't sound, two kilos doesn't sound like it's a lot, but actually that's very, very achievable. We're not naming magazines, but, you know, 12 weeks, five to seven kilos of muscle, and that's just not a thing. Right. So two kilos is, is very good the going. The thing right. Henry Fantastic. taught me yeah. is um, to not compare myself to other things I might have seen before, mm. right. uh, other things that we all see online. I think uh. we all know it to a certain point, but it's useful when you hear someone who has the expertise tell you that. Yeah. We all secretly like to go, well, uh, clearly they've done something there, but uh -huh. there's also a little bit of it goes, well, have, maybe they haven't. But actually when you do have someone who's an expert tell you that yeah that isn't yeah, yeah this that what this is what's possible and this isn't what's possible well you're obviously you a really uh, interesting specimen for for henry because as you say people come Very to you and they say mm. um we want we want to gain five to six kilograms of muscle mm. and you're just like over 12 weeks no it's not gonna happen yeah Stuart's like oh maybe like a few you know a pound of, of muscle with a bag of, <laughs> bag of sugar yeah happy days one bag of sugar yeah. Yeah. So that must be Amazing. quite. Um, yeah. yeah. I think uh, you know a lot of time it's managing expectations and and actually, you know, two kilos is great, really really great. Also, I would be totally if I was doing it on my own, I would have been totally obsessed with my upper body. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't have bothered with the rest of it. Mm. Whereas Henry was literally all about the lower body as well as the upper body. Yeah, I mean, important. still is, and it's so important. And so I've realised that you have is it fifty percent of your testosterone is is in, produced via muscles in your legs. Um, I honestly couldn't nail down a, a specific amount, but, but um, I would definitely say that you need to train the larger muscles in your mm -hmm. body to to help elicit that response again. So, yeah, and of course, yeah, your, absolutely. Gluteus maximus is a, is a very large muscle. Mm. Your thigh muscles, to, mm. all the good ones down mm. below. Yeah, so so we had a lot of kind of lower body stuff we did, didn't we? Huge amount. Yeah, very um, important. And yeah, that that really. You know, you you don't see that as much, but you do you do see it. You notice it, but you do feel it for sure. That that strength within mm. your legs, and you know, your your kind of your core. Yeah, you really do. That's part of that kind of feeling stronger comes from that for sure. Mm -hmm. And being able to do squats, you know, which you, you know, if you've never, you know, if you're one of these people who who maybe goes to the gym but doesn't necessarily go for those kind of exercises and you've seen guys do it before it can look uh, intimidating I think if you've never done it before because you think God, if I do that wrong that's it I'm going to be on my back for six weeks but actually when mm. you learn how to do it and you do it correctly that's I, I, I found that one of the most uh, inspiring of, of of weightlifting exercises and that sounds like a really odd word to use when it comes to weightlifting it's, it, how does it inspire you but it does because it's such a it's such a thing to have that much weight mm. and to literally have your whole have that on your whole body and to feel like you have to then literally push that through mm. to to kind of follow through it's mm. it's it's psychological as well because you could get halfway down and think i can't get back up again exactly, but of course yeah. you can it's there's so much involved with it, mm. much more so than just... It's empowering, isn't it? Because yeah. you're in control of all that weight and it's intimidating, totally. but you're bringing mm. it down and you're pushing it back up again. And it's oh, Henry, I think, yeah, of, I think you went from being quite nervous in those sessions to actually looking forward to them. I, I used to be nervous of doing those squats. I think and most people would be having done it before. Mm -hmm. But look what's happened to me. I've become a weightlifter. <laughs> like, what's happened to me? No, but it is, that's weird. I mean, you know, I... I I joke about that, but actually, you know, it is all because you mm. never think you can do that kind of stuff, and yeah. you can. And actually, for someone, mm. um, how old was that again? Oh, sorry, I forget you, you mentioned. Yeah, uh, fifty-one, and you're hey? you're turning fifty. No, no, sorry, that's not. You're, you're fifty year. years old. That's, that's right, fifty years old now. So for someone like me, um, uh, at that age, I think kind of doing those kind of exercises is yeah. absolutely really the best good. thing that you could be doing really right now. Really yeah. good, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So yeah. you've got your results, and you're still hitting the gym, aren't you? you you've not 
you know, you not reached 50 and, um, <laughs> I have, <laughs> you know, packed it all in because you've done, um, you've done your, your transformation. You keep, you're hitting the gym, you're maintaining it. And are you planning on building more muscle and yep. are you, have you got a new goal now? Yep. Um, well, I'll let Henry explain what the goal is because I'm still working with Henry. But for me, the last thing I want to do is for going through that for 16 weeks is to um, go back to where yeah. I was. I really don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of working yeah, together. Yeah, so we brought you out of the calorie deficit now, obviously. Um, and now we want to build some more muscle. And, you know, like I said, even though we've built some muscle in a deficit, we're not in the deficit anymore. So we can build more. Mm-hmm. Um, but without trying to get too much body fat on you, I suppose. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of there's there's more eating, which is good, and more eating the kind of stuff that I want to eat, as yeah. opposed to just simply. But you're able to eat more now because of you know yeah. the new frame. And yeah. I was worried. I was saying, look, if I eat, start eating again, it's all gonna I'm gonna be back where I started. And you were saying, no, that's not the case because now you've lost it. Your body's working more efficiently. You're yeah, burning absolutely. calories in a different yeah. way, and it definitely does feel like that. I I I kind of feel like I can eat a lot more, whereas before I would have looked at myself and gone. Well, probably not a good idea to do that again next mm. week but actually now I, I find it's no, not having it. that impact I mean yeah. I'm not talking stupid I'm not eating, you know, eating tubs of ice cream on a Friday I'm just talking about you know eating regular big meals mm. which maybe before I would have gone okay I better have a day where I kind of do that whole thing where mm. you don't eat very much you yeah. know because you feel you know your calories up and down nonsense but yeah so you feel in control of it still yeah, yeah definitely great. definitely and hopefully, hopefully that will continue do you think it's changed your relationship with food at all or not really um yeah, probably. Um, I, I um, has it changed my relationship with food? That's a good question. I I don't know what kind of relationship I had with food to begin with. I think mm. I think I think I've always had a relationship with food a little bit as fuel. I think these people fall at these two counts for people are kind of food as fuel, and then they're kind of like food as enjoyment people. Mm. And because of the way my work's been, it's often been food as fuel. And actually, I think that really helped me when I was doing this because actually having that mentality yeah, you brought that mindset good. to it. Yeah. That's good, but yeah. Now I'm able to kind of maybe uh, enjoy food more without yeah. feeling that kind yeah. of, oh, if I keep going like this, I'm just going to like gonna get huge. Um, then maybe I will, maybe maybe I am enjoying it more. Maybe I'm thinking I can I can cook, I can do all these things, which maybe, mm. maybe I'm going to get out of that food for fuel mode. Yeah, people are terrified of bad foods, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. especially now. People are like, oh, don't have that, you if can't have that. If there's such a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. so well, probably you have a balance now, can't you? Yeah, you just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I didn't really. I, that took me a long time to ask because I've never really considered that before. So mm. well done for putting the question. It's a difficult answer. one because yeah. everyone, everyone's an expert because everyone yeah. eats in terms of nutrition. So, yeah, you yeah. don't think about yeah. your food much, do you? And like I say, going back to what you said, it's funny. Exercise is key, but food also really, really key. Mm. And it's probably important to ask yourself these kind of questions if you're listening to this now and thinking. How do I think about food? What, mm. what do you think? How does you? Because I think if you know know that going into something like this, it's going to really help you. Yeah, I think that's a really good question. Um, yeah, asking, uh, you know, what is your relationship with food? And then, then you, yeah, as you say, be honest with yourself, and, mm. and then you can set your expectations as to how likely it is you're gonna you're gonna falter and yeah. Um, yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with faltering in a certain way, but it's just you just got to keep going. Yeah, yeah it might take you a bit longer, that. you know, but mm. it doesn't matter. You mm. know, you'll get there. Yeah. Well, Stuart, you look great. Thank you. Um, I look forward to seeing you um, at sixty. Ten years time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we did fit at fifty. We're doing stacked at sixty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in a few years' time when you're sixty years old, um, and you're going to be like Arnie. 
well, well that's never gonna mm. happen and you know it but uh, it'd be nice to think that i'm still feeling like i do now mm. in 10 years time i think yeah. that's the key and it's 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 just about feeling stronger mm. looking stronger mm. and just being someone that you in your 20s when you look at yourself and think what am i gonna be like when i'm 50 mm. i would have looked at this and gone no way no, no way. So, you know, for anyone who's listening to this who isn't there yet, you need to think, well, don't worry about it because yeah. you could be even better place than you are now. Mm. Fantastic. You could be the strongest uh, you've ever been in your life. You never could know. Be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much, Henry, for coming on. Thank, thank you, Stuart, for coming on. Nice to see you again. Always yeah, a pleasure. Nice to see you again. How long before you're 50? Um, me, um, 25 years. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's how old is it? Oh, wait, it's nineteen years. Nineteen mm. years. God dear. Yeah. Wow. Twenty well, years. There we are. That just puts it all into perspective, doesn't it, for me? <laughs> there we go. Well, it's me. Okay. Yeah. Well, at that point, I shall just leave. <laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> nice knowing you too, Stu. Um, thanks very much, guys. And thank you. Um, thank you. Have you on again at some point? Yeah.